Welcome. We hope you enjoy this recording from Christ City Church, based in Dublin, Ireland. For more podcasts and information on the church, please visit ChristCityChurch.ie. Thank you for listening. So I would love to invite up Molly, and she's going to come and share her, st- her story. Hi, guys. Um, very full room. Whoa. <laughs> um, I'm Molly, um, for those of you that don't know me, and I'm going to be sharing my testimony today, um, which is what God has done in my life as I've come to see and understand who Jesus is. I grew up in a family that loved the Lord, um, and I'm so thankful for my mom and my dad who have introduced me and yeah, shared Jesus to me throughout the years. Um, and I loved, I went to church with my family, um, and I loved church, and I remember the Christian camp highs and yeah, all the fun things in youth club. Um, but yeah, as I went through secondary school, I really got wrapped up in the world. Um, in gossip, popularity, how I was perceived by people, the culture of drinking, parties, relationships. And I knew God loved me, but I, to be honest, I had a pick and mix faith. Um, I didn't want to surrender some of these aspects of my life because then my life would have to change. Um, So I chose what I wanted and what I didn't want from God, and then I just built my life around this. And why did I do this? Um, Because I truly believed God was out to steal my fun Um, And I thought I knew what would bring myself happiness and what I thought true joy felt like. So in effect, I was really making myself God. Um, Yet, it wasn't all it was cracked up to be. Um, Living in the world and in the way of the world, it did start to lose its flavor for me. Um, I felt that it was just a vicious cycle of short, temporary highs and a lot of lows. Um, And there was no constants. I felt anxious a lot of the time and my joy was dependent on something good happening or doing well in exams or relationship status or how I was viewed by people or popularity. Um, And I had to depend on myself to bring these short highs. And I was anxious about failing myself. So there was a lot of pressure on myself to bring that happiness to myself. And then there were so many lows when Either I got them and then they failed because they didn't last, or I knew they couldn't supply my happiness or I just couldn't get them at all. Um, So in 2020, um, that year was a bit of a ground shaker for me. Um, I woke up one morning and my life, the way I'd been living, had just come to a crescendo of anxiousness and shame. Um, And I remember thinking, who am I living for? What is my purpose in life? And surely there is more to life than this. I felt empty. Um, And that week, I was really anxious. um, And even though I went to church, I had not a clue how to read my Bible. I didn't really know the difference from the Old Testament and the New Testament. I didn't know how to read it, but I picked it up. And I tried to read it, and I felt God directing me to Psalm 46. And the words just jumped off the page to me. And this became my mantra for the week. I meditated it on this all week. And I, sp- I started to speak it out loud, and I started to pray the psalm out loud. And the strength in praying that, it was incredible. Um, and I also um, started listening to worship music, and that brought so much peace to my soul. I was playing worship music morning, noon, night. My parents could tell you it was on in the house, like that whole week from morning to evening. It was the only thing that was bringing me peace. And then I began to pray. I began to pray to God. And this too seemed foreign, and it seemed weird. I wasn't used to it, but again, it brought me so much peace. And every minute of these days, I was crying out to Jesus, and I was returning and clinging to him. And that week as well, I met up with a woman and dear friend, Sharon, for a walk. 
and I was just really honest. I was really honest about my life, what was going on, how I hadn't been honoring God and how I was living, um, but that I really felt God pursuing me. And I found peace in reading his word, and particularly Psalm 46. And yeah, her response, I will never forget. Our pastor is preaching on Psalm 46 this Sunday because God has prompted him to preach it because he believes somebody in the congregation needs to hear it. And I just thought, wow. I knew then God was really pursuing me and I came face to face with the real might and strength of God, but yet the gentle, loving um, invitation he offers. Um, and that evening as I came home, um, I was quite emotional because it had been a day I was sharing with somebody else that I hadn't really shared with before, except my parents. And I was lying in bed and God gave me a vision. And it was a vision of a heart, an aching heart, and it had so many little holes in it. And this piercing bright light, I remember, shining through the heart. And over time, the holes began to heal over and they started to mend over. And over time, the heart started to function properly and it started to be properly again and it was healed. Um, and I knew that this was from God and I knew it was him inviting me in to trust in him, that he was the only light that could heal the, my broken heart. And, but also to be patient because it wasn't going to happen overnight, but over time that he was going to be working in my heart and healing me. Um, so yeah, that week I surrendered my life to Christ um, and I wanted to live my life totally for him. And I didn't want to hold on to any old ways of living and I just, want, I just didn't want to have that pick and mix faith that I used to have. Um, I'm not perfect though, I'm far from it, um, but by grace I am called his daughter. Um, and grace, it is a gift um, of undeserved love that can't be earned but is freely given. And that is who Jesus is. Jesus is full of grace and he died on the cross. He rose again for my sins and he defeated death and allowed me to be given a, a living relationship with him and eternal life when I had surrendered and when I had repented, when I'd given him my everything. And the cross is the best representation of grace. Even though I didn't deserve to be forgiven, Jesus died on the cross for me anyway. He did it anyway. And he is my constant source of help he won't leave me, no matter when I fail, when things are great, when things aren't great. He is with me, and therefore I have reason to rejoice, having given me a true, constant, lasting joy that doesn't depend on my circumstances. And it's just as well, because last September, um, my world just turned upside down. Um, myself and my mom were knocked down by a car, um, and I woke up on the pavement and looked over and saw my mom, and I genuinely thought she was dying. I fell to my knees and I remember praying out loud and I, I know the crowd on the street thought I was absolutely ballistic, but I was praying out loud to God and it, because I could do nothing else. I had tried moving the car off, Mom, I couldn't do that. And I fell to my knees and I prayed out loud to God. I could do nothing else. I felt so powerless. And as I looked up from praying, the guardy were right there. And the paramedics came really quickly. Um, but a real element of having to trust in God had to come. Um, I had to leave mom not knowing if she was okay or not. And I had to go in a different ambulance to hospital. Um, and all I could do was pray. And all I could do was text my church family to pray. I was like a little keyboard warrior trying to text all the church family. And I had to trust that God was in control. And that was arguably the hardest thing I've ever had to do in my life. 
I, it was just God really inviting me into true trust. Um, and really, it is only by God's goodness that we are alive today. The paramedic said that mum would have died if the electricity box hadn't taken the full impact of the car. And that just made me think, um, yeah, God was so faithful. But when I was younger, I, would, I didn't want to become a Christian until I was older because I said God was out to ruin my fun. But what if I hadn't given my life to Jesus? And things change in an instant. The unexpected happens. And I don't know what day will be my last, just as nobody knows what day is going to be their last. What if I hadn't experienced God's goodness and true, lasting joy that didn't depend on my circumstances? What if I hadn't have given my life to Jesus? Um, I can say with confidence that um, since on the day of the crash and since then, the last year, God has been so faithful and he has held and carried me. It's been really tough. I went, had to go through placement with a really bad concussion and I'm sure you can imagine teaching a class of 30 kids how that must have went. Um, but also with managing the trauma. I had no past experience of that, managing that. And a lot of mental health struggles that have come and still wreck havoc sometimes. Uh, but I have seen his daily faithfulness and I take each day as it comes. Um, and I know that I have him and he is stronger um, than anything else that I have. Um, when I became a Christian and here now, my motivation um, isn't to try and impress anybody anymore but God. Jesus is the only person who does satisfy me, and he is who I live for. And it is a living, living relationship, so I have to be intentional with spending time with Jesus, and I want to be intentional. Communication is important with my friends, so therefore it's just as important with my relationship with Jesus. Um, I try to read my Bible every day, um, I try to pray to God every day, and I try to invite God into every aspect of my life, into my career, um, into my friendships, into everything, into work. Um, but even though this is my desire, I am not perfect, just to make it clear to everyone, I'm not perfect. Um, and of course, doubt does creep in, and I won't spend all my time with him, because again, I'm not perfect, but that is where grace comes in. Um, and I will never know it all, but all I want is to learn more and more about who Jesus is and to grow deeper in a relationship with him until I see him again. I'm so thankful for everything that God has done in my life and for everybody he's brought into my life, um, for who he is and how he has rewritten my story and given me a new eternal hope. I'm so thankful for the path he has me on and for all my amazing friends that are in front of me here. Um, it means a lot that you're all here, guys. Um, and also for my family and my church family here at CCC um, who spur me on to be more like Christ and to seek him always. Um, so yeah, I'm getting baptized today to show to my church, my friends and my family what Christ has done in my life. I've died, died to my old way of life and I'm living in a new life with Jesus. In a song close to my heart, which has become an anthem of my commitment to God, this will be my song, you are always good. I'll sing it all day long, you are always good. And when my day is through, I am left with, you are always good. And I will sing his praises until I meet him face to face.